The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. gonna rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on this journey. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network, and we're so delighted that you took some time out of your schedule to hang with us. And listen to us as we talk some Atlanta Hawks basketball. Now listen, hope you guys are having a great evening. It is uh, around 11 o'clock. Um, I know it's a, a cool chill in the air in Atlanta. And uh, some could say it's the weather. Some could say it's Trey Young. Ice Trey. Yes, Ice Trey is uh, named to be a starter in the NBA All-Star, All-Star game for the East. Uh, very well deserved. We talked about it a little in the previous podcast, but again, we just want to give a shout out to Trey and, uh, you know, salute him on his accomplishment. You know, he talked a little bit about it uh, after tonight's game and just how honored he felt about the uh, being selected as a starter. So um, salute to you, Mr. Young and uh, the family and everybody. And I know that they are excited about Trey being a starter in the game. Tonight, the Hawks took on the Boston Celtics. And uh, I tell you what, man, this was a good game. You know, if you're a Hawks fan, I know you are excited. Six wins in a row. And I tell you what, this team is, is, is looking completely different than how they have been looking and how they started the season. This team is starting to round into shape. They are starting to look like the team a lot of people thought they were they were going to start the season out looking like, you know. Um, 
as of now, they have just leapfrogged the New York Knicks and now sit in the 11th spot in the East. Just one. Uh, they're kind of tied with uh, the Washington Wizards for that 10th and final playing spot. Um, we'll talk about the standings a little bit later in uh, where they have to go. But um, let's go ahead and get started. And first things first, we want to uh, just invite you guys to connect with us on our social media uh, networks, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us at Hawks Beat. Uh, that's all one word. So make sure you're following us on all those platforms. And uh, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, five star ratings are a plus for us. They really help us out uh, in the podcast community. So make sure you can swing by. And uh, shoot us a five-star rating. We would greatly appreciate that. As far as the podcast is concerned, we did film, we did shoot a podcast yesterday. Had my guy Joshua uh, Bohalter from Soaring Down South uh, had a good discussion um, about the Atlanta Hawks. <clears throat> Trade rumors. We talked a little Trey Young, just about the state of the Hawks. A very valuable uh, listen. Uh, it's very timely. So after you listen to this pod, feel free to go back and listen to that one if you have not done so. so but make sure you go by, man. Uh, Josh, it, it was a good conversation. I'm definitely going to have him back on and uh, very knowledgeable about the Hawks. Does a great job uh, at the Soaring Down South uh, website, a, a site dedicated to the Atlanta Hawks. So, um that is that that is a podcast that is going to be worth your while. But um, again, yeah, Hawks take care of business tonight against the Boston Celtics and um, six wins in a row. They win 108 to 92, holding the Boston Celtics to 92 points is uh, it's something that you should kind of pat your bat pat your back on. You know what I'm saying? Um this is a good Boston Celtics team. I mean, they're 500, but, you know, you still got Tatum. You still got guys like Jalen Brown. Um, you have guys that can put the ball in the hoop, you know. But I thought defensively that this was one of the Hawks' better games of the season. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and I don't know what the numbers and what the metrics and what the points per possession were. I don't. I don't have that. I'm just going by what I saw tonight as far as guys flying around. And before we get into like what we saw as far as the game's concerned, just from the outset, just from the eye test, um, I saw guys just flying around tonight, <laughs> right? They were just flying around. Uh, and you haven't seen that from this Hawks. And, and you know, I, I don't know what it is. And, and I don't, I, I particularly don't care. You know, all I know is that this Hawks team is playing a winning band, a winning brand of basketball. They're playing a winning brand of basketball. John Collins had four block shots tonight. Clint Capella had two block shots. Kevin Herter had two block shots. A Congo had two block shots. They had 11 block shots as a team. DeLon Wright, I, th I thought that he was probably the second best uh, defensive player tonight after I thought a Congo played well. And it was crazy because the guys that stuck out to me, DeLon Wright, 
Onyeka Congo. I thought they played really good defense. I look at the stat sheet. I'm like, oh, John had four blocks. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> like I didn't even realize my guy had four blocks. I, I I just I mean I liked how they looked defensively, and I I haven't been able to say that all season. I haven't been able to say that, and even Trey Young is, is getting in the passing lanes and getting steals and. Herder's getting steals. I mean, it's all across the board. I saw great rotations uh, on shot contest. Uh, a shot that, I mean, a, a statistic that is not going to be, uh, that, that's not going to show up on the, on the stat sheet. You know, when you're able to rotate, when they're moving the ball and you're rotating, you get the contest in there and they miss a shot. That doesn't show up on the stat sheet. I just thought they looked really good. Out of the four quarters, you had three really good quarters. You had three quarters that you won. You know, the third quarter was the one where Boston started to get their little get back. But, you know, they're pros. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to win a game in the manner that you won it last game against the Kings. And what I mean by that is against the Kings, you played four quarters of dominant basketball. Well, actually played three quarters and one really dominant second quarter <laughs> but yeah man yeah so um <clears throat> let me just lay out the show we're going to talk real quick about what we saw as far as the game flow um what happened in the game we'll examine some of the numbers um after that we'll talk a little fan feedback uh, and get your takeaways uh, unfortunately I don't have the media for the third segment that I normally play. Um, I recorded the Zoom, but I didn't save it. So some technical issues. I'm an idiot. It's my fault. But um, I'll see if I can get some quotes uh, from Nate and Trey and Bogey. I know they talk with the media after the game. Um, I'll see if I can get dig some of that up for the third segment. But drum roll. Let's go ahead and get into this game. So tonight's game, Nate went with the usual starting lineup, man. Went with Trey, Kev, Dre, um, JC, and uh, Clint Capella. And um, after the game, Nate was asked about, you know, getting Bogey back into the starting lineup. And I know there's been some talk about that. And Nate said exactly what I said in the previous podcast when I was talking to Joshua. If it's not broke, don't try to fix it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think he said it in those words, but um, the sentiment was pretty much the same. You know, he's got a little good thing going and there's no need to disturb that. And I think uh, I think Bogey understands that. And, and I think that. Um, <clears throat> It's smart for Nate to do that. I think it's smart for Nate to do that. Um, the first quarter was very good for the Hawks. You know, they hold the Celtics to 20 points. Uh, Celtics shot 31% from the field and 20% from um, from three-point. And I just thought that defensively, the starters and the bench looked really aggressive and looked really intentional um, as far as their defense was concerned, you know, um, balanced scoring. I thought the de- I thought the second unit was was those guys came out, you know, what I'm saying they didn't just come out just to, you know, lollygag. I thought they came out and played well defensively and um, 
you know, you have to take your hat off. You have to take your hat off to those guys and and everybody just doing work. Um, you get a team like Boston coming in and who has a similar record than you do. Um, you want to get up on them, especially if you're the home team, right? Especially if you're the home team. I thought that that second quarter, a lot of that energy from the second that you got from the bench unit carried over. Now you only outscored Boston by three points in the second quarter, but I thought that defensively they were still the aggressors. I thought they were still the aggressors. They were doubling Trey all night long, and Boston has a team that is a that has a bunch of a bunch of switchable guys, right? So you know you're doubling Trey, uh, you're switching off of Trey, and Trey had a lot of big guys on him all night, you know. Not to mention, you know, drawing the assignment of Marcus Smart, who was one of the better defenders in this league. Very physical defender, um, always in your face, you know. Uh, you could switch almost one through five with that Boston team, depending on what lineup you have there, you know. Dennis Schroeder can be uh, not a defensive giant, but he can be a pest, right? He can be a pest. Josh Richardson, all those guys, you know, they have a lot of guys that can that, that they can throw at it. And they were giving Trey a lot of different looks uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, <laughs> as far as as far as my notes are concerned, while watching this game, second quarters, <clears throat> second quarters happening. And I'm like, yo, this Hawks bench is really rolling. You know, um, at one point I was like, yo, Bogey is cooking. Lou looks like a different player. And to me, the, the, the play of the night was Gallo going behind his back, hitting a step back and nailing the J. I forget who was guarding him. But I'm like, yo, like it, it is young Gallo making an appearance here at tonight's game. And we've all known that Gallo has tricks in the bag but man he's pulling them out he's playing with confidence and he's playing on the defensive side of the ball which is something that we didn't see earlier this uh earlier this season um thought the defense did an amazing job defensively and i thought that like i thought trey kind of struggled in that second quarter i i think that it, it wasn't trey's best game but i think you really just have to tip your cap to boston and give them a little bit of credit on how they were playing Trey. They were forcing uh, double teams and, and making him give it the ball earlier. Um, again, you got Marcus Smart. You got good defensive guys that you can switch. Uh, you go from Marcus Smart to Jalen Brown to Jason Tatum. Uh, you even throw in a little Al Horford. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and Trey has a lot of different looks. So I think you got to kind of credit Boston. I think Trey was too sharp to me. Um passing the ball and just you know i i just didn't see it in in the in the second and in the first half uh to be to be totally honest with you but again you didn't need him to be superman tonight and i think that is the type of hawks basketball that is uh i think that's when the hawks are at their best right so you're going into the half trey is shooting five of 13 he by no means is he lighting anything on fire but um, all of your bench guys, Gallinari, Bogey, uh, DeLon Wright, Lou Will, all those guys, 
plus 12, plus 12, plus 7. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were just playing at a really high level. And so, on a night when your superstar wasn't necessarily super, you you, you didn't need him to be. You didn't need him to be. And that is good basketball. That's good basketball. So, uh, you're going into the half up 62 to 47. Got to feel really good about yourself because the third quarter is usually the Trey Young quarter. Unfortunately, it wasn't tonight. Uh, Trey, I mean, third quarter was kind of the Jason Tatum quarter <laughs> because up to this moment, uh, Jason Tatum uh, did not have a good half. He was one of eight. Uh, he wasn't doing much of anything. Uh, had seven points. Most of his most of his points were coming from the free throw line. But the third quarter and the quarter that is typically uh, Trey Young, let Trey Young cook, uh, wasn't so tonight. Boston makes a run because that's what they do. You know, Boston, I mean, look, you got Tatum and you got, you know, Jalen Brown. Those guys aren't going to be held down forever. You know, Tatum goes for 11 in the quarter. Brown and Smart chip in with 9 and 8. Um. For the Hawks, the only guy that was really cooking in the third quarter was kind of John Collins. He had 10 points, but uh, they kind of cooled off a little bit. Boston made a run because, hey, those guys get paid too. Those guys are pros too. So they outscored the Hawks 30-18 to in that third quarter. And now you're starting to make things a little interesting. Now you're starting to make things very interesting because now you're going into the final stanza 77-80. to and I will tell you this, if, if if the Hawks were going into a fourth quarter 77 to 80 and this was about a month ago, I would be like, oh, crap, because I know in the fourth quarter they're going to start the fourth quarter without Trey Young. Um, I don't feel that way now. Like now it's like, oh, OK, the bench is going to be in and they're going to handle their business. Right, they about to handle their business. <laughs> so, the fourth quarter, the Hawks did what they had to do. You know, I, I thought defensively they really locked back in, and I, I think it was uh, kind of a combination with, with with good defense and Boston didn't really getting not really getting good shot selection. So, you can credit that to, to the defense, you know, if you want. But um, I thought they did enough of what they had to do. In that fourth quarter to seal it, I think the number is like 18 to 2. I think that was the run that they went on in the fourth quarter. I think there was an 18 to 2 run uh, roundabout that started with, I think, the bench. And then uh, when Trey Young, Trey Young comes in around the 830 mark, about the 830 mark. Let me see if I put that on my notes. Yeah, he, he comes in at the 830 mark and they have a two point lead. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it was, it was kind of the starters that, that really had things going. Uh, Bogey was left out there, uh, for the first uh, part of the fourth quarter, you had, uh, Bogey out there with the starters. You had, uh, Clint Capella out there for a little bit. And, uh, then you had John Collins out there for a little bit. Um, but you know, Gallo was out there for, for a good amount. Bogey was out there for a good amount. And uh, they just closed it out, man. Like, they just closed it out. After the game, Trey was just like, yo, we got stops. You know what I'm saying? Like, now everyone's all about this defense, right? <laughs> and now everyone's all about defense. But 
they they managed to outscore the Celtics by one point in the second half, but that was that was enough. That was all you needed. That was all you need. You outscore them by one point, and you good because you you built yourself a little equity in that first quarter. So uh, Hawks get the dub, one hundred eight to ninety two. Uh, a very, very uh, much needed win. And again, you got to start swing, uh, stringing these things together. I said uh, two pods ago that uh, you got you got Boston, L.A., and Toronto as your next three home games. It'll be nice if you grabbed all three. But if you grab two out of three, I think that won't be the end of the world. You know, Um on a night when when your superstar goes eight for twenty five, uh, you're still able to win a game convincingly. Convincingly, that is a good sign for the Atlanta Hawks. So, good win tonight, six wins in a row, and they're gonna keep on moving, keep on moving. Um, <clears throat> let's take a look at some fan feedback. Uh, this is a part where I, I I usually tweet and say, hey. What did you guys see tonight? What are your takeaways? And uh, you guys tweet me back and let me know what's going on. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at the Hawks Beat. And uh, let's go ahead and get it started. Uh, first things first, I ask, you know, I ask you again, I ask, what did you guys think? Takeaways and what are you, uh, if you have a player of the game? So um, <clears throat> here are the responses. Hawks fans in China says, the European shooters, Gallo and Bogey. I guess he's talking about the player of the game. Uh, the real Ben Cohen says, this is very fun. Hawks fans can be positive. <laughs> yes, I haven't jumped in any of the Hawks spaces lately on Twitter, but I'm sure the vibe is completely different than it was a, uh, a, a month ago. Bruce Banner on Twitter said Herder had a nice defensive game. Yes, he did. Everybody. Uh, at one point, I tweeted out, I was like, I think DeLon may have been my defensive player of the game. Um, you can throw in a Kongu, and you, you definitely have to mention Collins, but there's four block shots. But I just really liked what I saw out of DeLon Wright. Not new to this on Twitter said, I like how after a bad third quarter, the Hawks starters turned up the physicality in the fourth quarter and put it away. Listen, folks always want to joke about when a certain coach said you got to make them feel you. This is what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? You have to impose your will on people and, and get that physical part of the defense. Um, just, you know, just being physical, just being physical. Uh, Mitchell Andrews said, I've been hard on bogey. But he looks revived, and that second unit, and a and big O, a dog on defense. Definitely, definitely a dog on defense. And um, appreciate you guys for checking in with us, letting us know your thoughts on um, on tonight's game. Let's um, let's look at the let's look at the standings. Look look at the standings real quick. I said we were going to come back to that. Um, as far as where the Hawks stand as of now, uh, I think all of tonight's games are, I think there might be a few West Coast games. I didn't see the full scoreboard, but um, currently Hawks have jumped the Knicks and are tied with the Washington Wizards. Uh, 
Wizards actually hold the 10 spot. Hawks are at 11. You got the Raptors at 9, uh, a game ahead of uh, the Hawks. And the Celtics, a game ahead of the Hawks in the A spot. So, um, very, very reachable, that 8th position. That 7th position with the Hornets is going to be a little bit tougher. Uh, they are four and a half, There are four games ahead of the Hawks, but... All you can do is play one game at a time, right? We're not going to overstep this. We're not going to overshoot it and, you know, be all overzealous and be like, oh, they're going to be the sixth seed. Nah, we're not going to do that. But what I will say is this. You, you've you played yourself back into this spot. You've played yourself back into the spot. Now you have to ask yourself, can you play better basketball than the Wizards and the Raptors to finish your season? Can you do it? Um, the Wizards are trending down. <laughs> They're obviously trending down. Uh, Wizards have lost four in a row. Uh, the Raptors, you can have, you can say that they're they're on the downtrend. They're four and six in their last ten, and they lost. They lost. You know, their last game they lost. They're a five hundred ball club right now. If you were to ask me, do I think they're better? Do I think the Hawks are better than the Wizards and the Raptors? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, do I think they're better than the Celtics? Absolutely. Celtics are a game above the Hawks. Uh, do I think that they can catch them? I think they can, but I still think the the Celtics still got those dogs. They still got them dogs and Tatum and Brown, and you have to respect that. But I think the Hawks can play better basketball from here on out than the Sixers. I mean, not the Sixers, the Celtics. I'm sorry. Uh, I think the eighth A spot is attainable. All things considered, healthy squad, and uh, who knows? You know, I think that you're going to need a little help to catch Charlotte, but if getting to that eighth seed uh, won't be the worst thing in the world, you know. So we're not going to put the cart before the horse. Uh, we're just going to kind of, uh, you know, just take it one day at a time. Again, uh, coming up for the Atlanta Hawks is a matinee game on Sunday, a one o'clock game on Sunday. And we all know how NBA players hate <laughs> Sunday afternoon games. Uh, but we will definitely be in the building for that game. And uh, yeah, should be a fun time. And then uh, we have Toronto coming in on Monday. So. Let's go and uh, again. I, I apologize for not having the uh, the sound from you know what the guys were talking about today, but I do have some quotes uh, from tonight. Um, <clears throat> again, Nate McMillan talking about um, just leaving the the lineup as it is in reference to uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. I think that's a smart move. Uh, I think that is. I think it's a smart move. Um, what else did Nate say tonight? Nate was just talking about, um, just how impressed he was with the defense, you know, and for him to use that word impressed, uh, I think that's big. I think that's very big. You know what I'm saying? Because Nate is a very honest guy. He'll let you know when, uh, this team isn't, isn't performing. He'll let you know when he doesn't think this team is in shape. Like he said, at the beginning of the season, and uh, that's what Nate does. Nate's gonna keep it. Nate's gonna keep it a hundred with you, you know. So um, 
yeah, shout out to Nate. Uh, let me see if I can find some Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young said, uh, here's a, tro- a, a quote from Trey. Trey said, we just all bought in and trying to turn this thing around. We just had to get stops. We knew what we needed to do, and we're doing it right now. So we've got to keep it going. So that is Trey Young just talking about the improved defense during the six-game winning streak, you know. Um Everybody's having fun now, right? Everybody's having fun, and they're doing what they need to do, you know. And and, and that is that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, shout out to John Collins. Played a really good game tonight. Uh, had some key plays. Finishing with twenty one points, nine rebounds, and um, I think some. I, I saw one stat that said he had three blocks. Some stats say he had four. Uh, you know, three or four blocks. Either way, you know, he he was taking care of business. But, um, you know, it, it it was a lot to be happy about. A lot to be happy about. Um, the Hawks, uh, they 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 tallied a season high ten blocks tonight, uh, and they had ten steals. Uh, and and they just you know they held the Celtics to twenty five percent from the field in the fourth quarter when it mattered. You know, when it mattered, can you get stops? And that's big. That's big going forward. And that that's my takeaway, man. You're like, you know what you got to do, especially when it comes down to crunch time. You got to get these stops. You got to get these crunch time stops. And uh, you just have to take your hat off to this Atlanta Hawks team. Um, I saw another tweet said that their, their stat of the game was 28 to 15. And that was the number in the fourth quarter. Hawks outscored the Celtics 28 to 15. And uh, that's talking about getting it done when you need to get it done. Right. So salute to them. And uh, I think that's about it, man. So we're going to wrap this pod up, put it in a put it in a nice little bow and uh, make sure you retweet and reshare the pod. Tell someone who likes the Hawks about the Hawks Week podcast so we can uh get our weight up in the podcast community <laughs> but listen like we always say man god is good all the time and all the time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him and get to know him show him some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-b-e love we out peace Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.